1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What's
0: up? What? 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 What's up? Everybody. Dear Ali. And I I am stuttering because holy shit. (laughs) What a week. Candace is here. Hello. Mom's here. Hey. They're getting along to this point.
1: We never we never fought. Never fought. We could fight we on, on this, then go upstairs and have rigatoni, like we did. That's what, exactly what we did. Yes, we did. Rigatoni right after.
0: The uh community, however, is is fractured at best. I know. Okay? We I are, never thought I expected that. We this. are going through it.
2: It's a great debate.
0: It is a big debate, okay? It is hotly contested. Sides are everywhere. Yeah. People are upset. Some people are laughing. Most people are just that there is there's a deeply emotional reaction with this and we had to come back. Um, Lauren is not here, but uh, uh, the the community did one thing that I have never seen before. You guys I did the, with Lauren. You guys did the impossible.
2: We, we made fun. Lauren we made Lauren likable in the community.
0: Lauren yes. Lauren seems to be the clear winner in this, yes. but there are people that have very 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 strong opinions towards you both. Yes. I have a stack very high of letters uh to you both chiming in this is a this is ai am a, gonna call this i'm gonna call this episode um uh chime smoke chime because smoke because there's a lot of chimes that are coming in and they all want that smoke okay All right,
1: i'll take it so chime i'd like smoke. you guys
0: to respond directly i'm gonna give you the, the i'm gonna give the community i'm gonna give you guys your, your opportunity to voice your opinions directly to the source as okay okay and then you guys can say oh Please say their name and say you want this smoke, and then respond. Okay, Okay. Okay. so you're not necessarily arguing with each other. We're going to argue with the people that wrote in. Okay, Okay. and I don't like to do that to to the community. Okay, okay? but this is a civil war.
1: Okay, got it. Clearly, okay, ready.
0: So, with that, couple important little uh, uh, things of note. The community voted on Instagram.
2: Mm.
0: I. there was a very slight and small margin. Uh, I believe it was about 60 40. Mm-hmm. Siding with Candace. Mm-hmm. Right. It was Team Candace. Mm-hmm. Team Dear Albie mailbag was Team Caroline. Mm-hmm. Similar margin. Okay. I don't know what that says. I don't know what that says about us. However, I will give Candace the opportunity first to clear her name. Uh, because there were charges made against Candace that she was going on fake accounts and voting yeah. for herself on like, the poll.
1: Would I ever? They, and then the, somebody said I was Venmoing people money. I was well, like, what? I
2: don't see you Venmoing people money. I don't think that was true, but I do think you did go on your cousin's account, so account and vote for yourself. I'll tell
1: you the account story. So Lauren <laughs> has me doing so her.
0: What, what happened doing, was no.
1: Lauren has me doing <laughs> her full see. blown Instagram. So they send me all their pictures, and I'm the one who posts everything for full blown. So um, they were sending me their pictures. I was logged into full blown and I was just logged in. So I start going through stories because I'm, I'm not paying attention to the little fucking circle on the bottom. And I see the poll and I was like, oh, shit. So I voted, kept going, going, going. And then I was like, holy fuck, I'm on full blown. And I was like, eh, fuck it. Let me and ask you this.
2: It. Let me ask you this. But then
1: I tried to go back once L- oh, Jules okay. told me, but you J- can't delete it. Simple
2: question. Had you voted for yourself prior on your own Instagram account?
1: No, I voted for myself. So the first
2: vote you voted was was on full-blown. full-blown,
1: and that's when Lauren said that. And I looked back and I said, oh, my God, I am on full-blown. And I went back and I go, I'll change it, but you can't.
2: It can be an honest mistake. I don't know if I believe you, but it certainly can be an honest mistake. So we're going to let that pass. But, I
0: mean, you are clearly (laughs) taking multiple votes. You are clearly trying to vote Um, multiple times. So,
2: no. Well, (laughs) Well, then (laughs) you shouldn't shouldn't have (laughs) voted on your own.
1: Well, I said delete that vote.
2: No, they don't do that. You know that. But you can no, you, you can't.
1: Well, yes, you could look at the toll and take one away, <laughs> or put it to Lauren. <laughs> but whatever the case may be, um, yeah, that's how it happened, and I did not Venmo anybody. I would never. That's I don't think you would venge. Fucking Venmo ridiculous.
2: That, that's, that's beyond crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, that was that was another level, but yeah,
0: that was. We're it. gonna get right into it, guys. All right. So please, ready. Here's who first wants this smoke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bill and Colleen want this smoke.
1: Bill and Colleen. Bill and
0: Colleen. Okay. 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 Both of them. Got it. Hi. Dear Abby. I listened to your podcast today, and what boiled my blood was Candace comparing watching cheer practice to watching your child in school. Extracurricular sports and activities are for fun. Every other sport and activity parents can watch. You either think cheer is important as school. Ridiculous. Nobody Especially said that. Especially since you are saying this about four and five-year-olds. Bill and Colleen.
1: Bill and Colleen. Nobody said that. No, I compared no, no, it to no, a no, teacher.
0: Nope. no, no. Bill oh, Bill, you
1: want the smoke? God. Colleen, you want the smoke? <laughs> um, nobody said that shit. All I said is it's the same thing. You're trying to teach your kid and you got parents looking over your shoulder. It's not cool. As a teacher, as a coach, as anybody, as the cleaning lady, if you got somebody watching over your shoulder, it's not cool. May- nobody
2: likes to be micromanaged. May I rebut one moment? Sure. When you, uh, in closing last week, when I asked you if you went to Gabe's practices, you said, of course I did." We're do. required there, yes. Okay, and then I said, well, how does that, you know, how how do you, compare the two and you said well Gabe's practice is outside yes. so my question to you is this if cheer practice was outside would the parents be able to go yes just like rec cheer practice is outside we all have to go
0: you wouldn't like trying to find a way to tent it
2: no
1: hmm. not if it was out if it's outside it's outside but um, is this a COVID thing no this is a uh, football um, they require us to be there rec cheer they require us to be there too um, comp cheer is a closed-door thing it's a completely different sport um you know, rec cheer is way more calm, and like I said, you're allowed to go to all the practices Well, for
2: Candace admitted today that comp cheer is cutthroat. It's mm. extremely so cutthroat. So this, this is my point. Um, and I don't know if I made it clear in, in the conversation, because clearly I was heated because my little chicken doodle. Right. All right? Um, number one, uh, the reason that we had this conversation to begin with, people were saying, well, Carolyn, you shouldn't be fighting for your grandmother. This is the parents' fight. This is my niece. And we're together all the time. Yeah. And it became a family conversation rather than a sports conversation. And you
1: take a very large part in raising Marky with, along with Lauren and Vito. You right.
2: are very close with them. Right. So, But this was a family discussion. So now you also chime in on this if you'd like. Yes. Um, I would never, never go to the cheer the coaches. would Never. Never. I don't even go to her practices. No. Never. I don't even think you know where the gym is. No. You know, I dropped her off once. Um, Never. So that's number one. And number two, people are saying, well, uh, Marky has to know that she can't be the one picked all the time. That wasn't my argument. My argument was that she was the only one the only one not participating while the rest of the, the team was participating so i just didn't think as a four-year-old she could process that I, information I, I don't
0: i think i've been pretty clear on the rules of this episode where right. want, people have I smoke and they smoke. want the smoke well okay. that, but I, I but why to, are you going in advance because trying i need to, to make smoke. an
2: opening statement to clear the smoke on my end because those were two things those okay. were two, two things that i think people didn't right. understand this is getting
0: very okay. political debate ish which i can appreciate go chime hi dear alby podcast family Number one, love you all. This will always be my favorite podcast. Number two, Candace is right about this cheer debacle. No offense to Caroline, but it's clear she doesn't want Marky in cheer, and she is absolutely overreacting about the short moment Lauren peeked through the window. Every child at some point in their life is an observer. It often happens in school, and it's a great way for them to watch and learn while paying attention. She's also being very unfair to Candace and the other coach about them attending their children's special football game entrance. The cheer coaches are volunteers and moms. I'm shocked Caroline isn't being more considerate about this. Also, she's making it sound like the team was alone without a coach, but the choreographer was clearly the coach for that practice. And Candace pointed out that the commissioner of the cheer organization sat with Marky to make her feel comfortable. As a listener, it sounds like Caroline is looking for an excuse to take Marky out of cheer. Labia, thanks for a great Hi. pod, Kristen.
2: Labia. Okay, again. Kristen, here's your smoke. There you All go. Right. Is that how um, I'm supposed to say it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I guess why okay. not. Do we door away? It is I Again, I'm going to reiterate that Marky was, again, if she was 8, 9, 10, 11, where she could understand the, the whys of what why she was alone. Um. another thing she was stood in the back she didn't make a scene she didn't stomp her feet crying she was wiping away silent tears like a brave little soldier all right she just couldn't understand she came home and said everybody else cheered but i didn't right so she clearly thought she did something wrong that it, w- it wasn't the commissioner that was with it. it was another mom that happens to be a treasurer no, she
1: is um the co-commissioner of uh the entire Panthers well i am
2: grateful for her to being there and because she's I,
1: also a certified coach
2: okay i am grateful for her for being there because i don't think the the choreographer gave two shits uh the okay. choreographer's
1: there to do her
2: thing Understood. which is understandable. fine but again my whole issue is at this point when you should let's say t-ball let's use t-ball as the example when our children play t-ball albie you and your brother and sister play t-ball right You went up there and you swung a thousand times until you hit the ball and you got to really. What are you learning? You're learning the basics of the sport. Correct. And you are becoming a team member by playing. You're going to run. I am not that person that believes everyone should get a trophy. If you remember, Albie, when you, again, I'm going to go back to the days when you kids were younger, I never said a word. I sat in the stands quietly and we would talk about things in the car. And if I didn't feel that you were giving your best or I felt that you wanted to be captain of the hockey team, why aren't I captain? Because you got to earn it. Okay, you, why didn't I play? Because you weren't good enough. Right. Okay, practice more. I am a, a big believer in that, and I certainly don't believe people should be handed things where they're not warranted. All right, my only thing is at such a young age, mm-hmm. to be so competitive and to be so by the book and the rules, I don't think you're teaching them that now. Well, and it, it is going, and I, I am hearing that more and more by parents saying, my kid cries every time they should go to cheer, mm-hmm. but once they get in they're okay, they shouldn't cry. But that's just part of it. That's like when you drop them off at a nursery school when they first start, they cry.
1: But, the, but the, they're not the getting. Thing is
2: it's the, see, the thing is, you go to nursery school. The teacher's coming in. She's taking their hand. They're saying, "Come on, sweetheart. We're going to read today. That's we're going to play." Yeah, that's toys. what I do. You're
1: not doing that. No, there. I do. Every time Marky gets there, I go, "Come on, Marky, let's go. We're going to go inside this together." This didn't happen that day. Oh, because I wasn't there. P.S. But, but Thank
0: you. Oh, we don't want to go down this road. But again.
1: also, um. But as th- far you- as this goes, what I will say, what you're describing as far as what you wanted to have this start as is more of a wreck cheer thing. That's a way less competitive. This is competitive cheer.
2: Right. And Lauren and I both feel, again, and it's not my decision to make, all right, that this isn't for Marky, all right? But you keep saying, no, it is because Olivia was this. Wreck- but,
1: and uh, this is what actually what I want. What my, my thing, you know, I meant to say this, like, you know, your opening, um, when I said I want Marky to do cheer, I really do. And it's not because I want her to cheer. It's because I want her to have the experience of cheer. I want her to have the experience of starting at something where you are scared and you don't know anything. And and you learn throughout the year. You see the progression of how you can get and you put dedication and time into something and look what you did and now look at how great this is right okay and and that starts very young and that's what I want for her that's why I push her to stay that's why I push Lauren to continue as much as it's uncomfortable and I want it for Lauren too not just for her because I think that it would be really cool for Lauren to see this through and to see like yeah you know what when I first started Marky was scared and she did cry And she went in there and she did it anyway. And she put 100% effort into it. And look at my kid. She's on the mat in her little uniform doing a cute little dance. And she's rocking it. And like, even if she's not 100% in the routine, like like when I first went for Olivia, the first year that we went for the competition, I'll never forget it. I didn't know what the routine looked like. I went out on the bleachers. I sat down. I saw the routine for the first time. And I'm like, oh, my God. My kid is fucking horrible. She's a nugget the whole routine. This is like... It was embarrassed. I was like, I was embarrassed for her. I was sad. But guess what? She worked and now look at her. I want that experience them. We're not for against that. Them.
2: But my point is to you, okay, would you agree that sometimes the tactics, okay, well for the little ones, I'm talking four years old, mm-hmm. this is her f- third practice, okay, that you have to handle them differently than the older and, ones. And I totally do. If you okay? saw the difference between the middles and the littles. Okay. But I don't think that this person did that. Okay, and that was my argument. Like, if you knew that she wasn't going, to, you weren't going to be there, and she wasn't going to practice, and you weren't going to be there to explain to, hey, Mark, you know what, what, what would have been so terrible? For that choreographer to say, hey, Marky, come up here, stand next to me, and see if you could do these moves too. Why couldn't she do that? I think, um, see, this is
1: like the logistics of cheer, which I think you don't get, which is normal because you you're not part of it. But it would literally confuse her. It would wind up confusing her. Well,
0: I mean, let's on that point. <clears throat> Dear Abby. I just listened to your podcast about cheer. And I was laughing and caught myself yelling, preach it to Candice on some of her points. I agree with all she said as someone being a parent and then being a coach. I know the feeling of wanting to see your kid and what they're doing, but that's for only our own selfish reasons. We, of course, want to watch our kids and see what they're doing. But ultimately, we put them in a sport to see if they like it. It's not about us as parents. You put your kids in school and don't hover over the teacher and watch her in classroom or expect a request for permission to make any simple decision for your child. You trust them. The coach is the same thing. Trust us to teach your kid responsibly, accountably, commitment, respect, and trust the process. Also, death don't agree with the backlash Candace gets for missing a choreography practice with coverage to watch her son play football. It's volunteer, it's unpaid, and believe me, there aren't people knocking down the doors to volunteer or coach anything anymore. It's 100% a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do when you're their coach. I can miss a practice with no one needing to know why, and as long as I made arrangements to make the practice still continue on without me, it's fine. We need to be grateful for volunteers that coach with passion, not even their own kids' teams, because if they don't do it, your kid wouldn't have a sport to participate in at all. And if you're a parent, chances are you don't know much about what it entails to coach a sport and, again, need to trust the process and not talking about it amongst yourselves because it's extremely hurtful to be a volunteer coach and hear people talking about your choices and not just be grateful to them. And ran. Ha, ha, ha. That's my opinion, but I love all of you. Missing you on TV and enjoyed the content, co- and enjoyed the podcast, Nicole. All right, who's smoking at Nicole? Yeah, you, uh, she I'm wants to Nicole? smoke with
1: yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Nicole, I can't smoke at Nicole because
2: um, I agree. All right, so you, you agree with Nicole. Yeah. But I, again, if Marky, Nicole, let me, let, let me just say this to you. If Marky was there, again, she's brand new at this. She's four years old. She doesn't even know. What the heck is going on? Uh, You know, one minute she's a unicorn. The next minute she's a a mermaid with a tail on. The next minute she's a jet plane. Like That's what they are, four years old, okay? But this resonated with her, okay? Mm -hmm. So my thing is, I am not, again, that parent that says, oh, my kid has to hit every time. My kid has to be, I'm not that parent. I never was, okay, never will be. I agree that she has to learn, and she has to go through some hardship to become a better person. I think that... Sometimes the coaches, especially what I'm seeing with cheer, all right. Um, sorry, Nicole, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke at you here. I think it's more about the parent. Okay, Wh- we're gonna win that trip to Disney. We're gonna w- get to the nationals. We're gonna. These kids don't know that at this age. Oh, they at four, know. At four years old, they do Trust not. Trust me, they were jumping up and down. At four years old, they do not. All right, it's just they don't have the brain power. They Yes, do. if you tell a four-year-old I want to go to Disney, of course they're gonna no, jump I, up and down. No, I didn't even say Disney. But I don't even want to get them they, excited. But the thing is this, all right. I think now I'm happy to hear when I asked you if you if that was you in that room and you and not even Marky any other child what would you have done you would have handled it differently all right. I think there has to be a little bit more attention paid to the fact that they are very, very young, and you can teach them these very valuable, important lessons, okay, with kindness. It does not have to be so hardcore, so strict, because their little brains cannot process it. A
1: lot of people think that I'm always hardcore or whatever, and if you were in the practice with me, you would think completely different, because sometimes, even like the choreographer, she was with us again the following week, she's like, I don't know how you do it because I'm super patient with them. And I sit with them and I'm like, okay, like, especially the little ones. Like, don't, you know, come over here. Like, I help them over and over. The, the, and the over. way you just
2: said that, okay, come over here. I watch the tape, you, you see. Because Candace, P.S., Candace sends us all the tapes.
1: Yeah, I send them videos We see them all the time, the do. videos,
2: because we get a kick out of seeing Marky e and all it's the other hysterical. kids. It's hysterical. It's hysterical. It's like going to, you know, this is the way I equate this to, all right? When you go to Marquis in Dance, also, my daughter was in dance. Christopher was in dance when he was younger, hip hop. All right, My favorite part of going to these recitals, as torturous as they are, is seeing the little ones. Who's rolling around on the stage? Who's standing backwards? Who's standing? But guess what? They're part of something. They feel like they've done something. So I think you have to take that approach, and I think it's just entirely too hard-nosed and entirely too strict and entirely too severe. Now, that other person, uh, you sent me a tape. We were watching it. There was one little girl that was out of line. She went, move over. Get over. And you said... Honey, move. On. Come on guys. That's the way you approach it. You got
1: to also understand that it's it's coming from a mom and not a mom. I'm a mom. So I know how to talk to a 4-year-old. Okay. Well, she- don't
2: you think that's a valuable thing to have in every in you know in in, in every sport to teach a sp- and, and I'm not talking 5th, 6th, 7th, They 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 have brains and they have a thought process and they can think for themselves. At this young age, they only said to themselves and Marky said it. What was oh, I did something wrong? Was I fresh? No. She went home thinking she was bad, no. that she was being punished. And nobody ever explained to her because how can you explain it? And that's my point. There was, I am sure, get the kids water. Marky, you're in charge of holding the spirit stick. You're in charge, Something to make her feel like she was part of that experience. Because she came away from that not understanding. And she still doesn't understand. And that is a very important thing that I think you guys as coaches, and you may say, you know, You know, oh, no, you don't understand the life of a coach. Maybe I don't, but I certainly do understand the life of bringing up a child. All right? And that's the difference.
0: To this point, dear Albie, cheer. Cheer is a sport all on its own. Cheer moms are normally grown women who can't let go of their own pom-poms for 20 years ago. It's a cult-like sport with rules and regulations written by women wearing huge bows on top of their heads and sporting satin cheer jackets with their names embroidered on them, LOL. They are easy to spot. They are the women mimicking the routines from the bleachers. With that being said, I believe the no P rule and show up regardless of how you feel is way too much for a four year old. Competitiveness in these coaches is far more intense than any young child can understand or endure. If I was told I could not see my child practice and was scolded for doing so, that's a red flag and I'd make the window bigger. I agree with Lauren's comment that her question about her four year old daughter should have been answered in a clear and concise manner not, not told. She doesn't understand because she's not a cheer mom, or she should not have ha- have even known that Marky was crying, because she broke the rules by looking. I call BS on that. She is for, This is cheer. Let's not destroy her self confidence before she gets to kindergarten. Good luck, ex cheerleader, not a cheer mom.
1: So I get to respond. I can yes, who What's do? the Smokin'. name of that person? She didn't say. All right, Smokey. I'm gonna give the smoke. Smokey, cheer, um, mom. this is not the sport for her. She should never sign up. Everyone's forgetting something very important here. When you sign the papers on the top, it says competitive cheerleading. Then
2: why are you insisting that she stays in it if we clearly know it's I, not the sport for her? Because, no, I'm, I'm talking to that woman on the paper. Oh.
1: But um, yes, not the sport for her. The These are the rules that were laid out on the paper when you signed up. Competitive cheerleading. If you don't want your kid in that kind of world, this is not the sport for you. You go to rec cheer. That's it. As far as um, with with everything with Lauren, I explained why I want her in this because I do think that it would be very beneficial for, for Marky to have that experience. Um, I think that, you, you you get a family out of this and you get um, an experience that you would never get. Like, it, it is a hardcore world and it is competitive and that's why it's called competitive cheerleading. And I do think that the, the pride you have at the end and the sense of accomplishment and, and the feeling of you get with this group that you're going to grow up with until whatever, if you decide to stay in the program, is unmatched. And it it's something that I would love for her to have. And... I just, all I'm asking, Lauren, is to give it a full
2: year. All right, this is my argument, all right? Great camaraderie, great experience. Uh, yes, I agree with all of that. Right. I agree with all of that. My argument is, and always will be, take the competitive cheer out of it and put compassion into it, all right, uh, as a mother. We have nothing but compassion, believe me. I didn't see it listen you
1: didn't see it because you weren't you weren't in the whole practice the 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 compassion if you could even I wish that people for once could see how it is in there because there's a lot of love and yes sometimes it's tough but especially with the babies it's always like they they come back they they, and by the way I just want to say this too this choreographer that everybody was like saying is so tough and whatever she is tough don't get me wrong she's tough after the last practice, this is our last choreography practice, this last one that just went over, and, and she's done, and she's not coming back now because now it's just us, you know, coaching them because the choreography is complete. All the girls, bye, I'm not going to say her name, but bye, all oh, your They were so sad to see her go. And I was like, I wish i could I wish I could record this and show everybody because as much as she was tough with them and as much as you know it was hard and and you know sometimes like this thing with Marky, they all appreciated and loved her back like well, they I will really say did
0: this, the teachers I remember in my life were the hardest on me, yes, that is that it now like you know kind of do it to but you know I understand other people's points too are are you know. There are also teachers and coaches that I had that made it about themselves, and they were right detrimental. You know what I mean? So you know the difference, of course. But it, it so it's not always the same thing. But the people that I think are the the toughest on you for the right reasons because they want to see you grow that are tough, and then say, "Hey, do it this way."
2: Would you agree that that's a, an approach to take to a four year old?
0: Um, I I think that the it's a different way to do it. I here's the thing. I think that there are things that I have seen people be good at, right? I'll watch somebody play guitar and I'm like, "Holy shit, look at how!" Not that I ever like, you know, said to myself, "Oh, I want to take music lessons or whatever the sport things were." When I was playing hockey in 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 high school, I would work my ass off to get as good as kids that started when they were let's say 8, 9 exactly. years old. Exactly. Right. So,
2: and we made them do that but do so know? i'm saying
0: if you, i i do think though the early you can find your kids passion percent the better off they're going to be in getting an edge in what we have created as a competitive world competitive culture however the key word i think is their passion right Correct. so if this becomes Marky's passion then absolutely maybe the only way you're going to learn that is by sending them through a program where it's a little bit more regimented. And exactly, extreme. that's
1: exactly what you know my what point I mean? is. Al.
0: Because then at that point you're kind of ready for anything. So you're going to go through a program where if you wanted to go join whatever kind of travel thing you have going on, it makes more sense. You know, a hundred percent. What else?
2: Do you think on that day? Okay, I'm going back to that day. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would it would have? Um, uh, I'm trying to find the word. Do you think it? it by this choreographer showing empathy for, for a minute with Marky would have changed the experience for her? Do you think that this um, do you think it would have hurt the choreographer and the, and the mindset this has cheered to, to include her in some way, shape or form away from the routine? You know No, look I, 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 here's the
0: thing I, I think that it's I look at it in both ways right? I think that it's really really easy to assume that anybody else's job is easy on mm-hmm. um, what they should do when there's someone that you care about being negatively impacted or what we think is negatively impacted by the result of their decisions. Right. right? So like that's easy for me to say, but at the same time, if Marky, it depends so much too, I think on the role of people that are influencing her also where if Marky says, okay, okay, I want to work harder at that to get to this place, and I'm going to be encouraged by this, mm-hmm. you know, then great. Right. Like I sat in, as you very well know, I made almost no teams. You know, we had that conversation in high school. I made no teams in high school. I started playing when I was a sophomore. I was the third string player on, on the JV team. And it's only because you weren't allowed to get cut. Right. Right. <laughs> and by junior high school, I am, Starting in JV, barely, kind of, almost made the varsity team, and then by senior year, I was captain of the whole thing, and I went, "What? Right?" But because I was so, I was. You it wanted was, to work I for driven, it. I was driven uh, by uh, that, right? Uh, but, uh, but at what, four what? years old, are you going to get that? No, right. But I'll tell you, well, maybe, maybe not. But I'll tell you this: a little embarrassing to bring this up on this podcast. Come on down. But I was, was <laughs> I not – like I? I got mental right over the first game that I was ever taught to play which was chess. Mm -hmm. I got insane. Right. Okay. Like I'm not, I I didn't just happen. Okay. I was made like this. Yeah. And and for some reason they had a chess club and my mother put me into it. Next day I know I'm getting lessons. I didn't, I don't know that I asked for these things. I have no idea, but I got really good at it and I got obsessed with this whole trophy thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, and all of a sudden, okay, we're playing, playing, playing. And one day I'm like, all right, I'm good. So like, I don't know. Like there are little things that you could, you might find something and get attached to it and take it off and run. But I think the the earlier you find your kid's passion, the better off you are. But it's got to be theirs. So I don't necessarily not that I don't question what coaches do in terms of a safety standpoint and all that. That's a different thing. But I do understand what people are saying when they say trust the process. If that's the process you're signing up for, and if you don't like the process, then don't sign up for it. Well, yeah.
2: and that's the thing, like Lauren, you know, Lauren and I, and I don't know Vito's position. Vito was a, an athlete, so I don't know what he thinks about it. Um, the thing is this, I, I look at it through, again, you play chess, and I'll tell you how you started playing chess. You were in... Uh... Well,
0: you know who I talk about it with sometimes um, because the people around us make a huge impact on our lives, and the pressures can cause those relationships to change for better or worse. And I've got, you know, like, you know, frustration can grow out of relationships with family and friends. We see this. Right. It's right here. So whether you're having complicated feelings about a relationship or just need a neutral person to talk to, Talkspace Online Therapy connects you to a licensed professional to help you work through it. Because, I mean, look, listeners are going to love Talkspace because by the sounds of it, somebody's got to go to therapy. Okay. Whoever's writing in, Mm -hmm. one of of these people at this table, I go. It's very, very helpful. (laughs) I enjoy it very much. Okay. I think
2: therapy is a wonderful thing. I yes. think
0: I think I drain every one of them that I talk to, but it's fine. That's not a, that's not a conversation for here. But Talkspace <laughs> is ready to help you start feeling better with a single message. Set goals with your Talkspace therapist to develop techniques to cope in difficult times. Talkspace offers individual therapy, couples therapy, and medication prescription services. Talkspace is the number one online therapy pro- platform. There are thousands of licensed therapists available for you to match with across dozens of specialties. Specialties, not specialties. It's not like they have specials like a restaurant. Specialities. (laughs) uh, Or is it specialties? It's specialties. It's specialties. Specialties. I like specialties. How did this happen to me? Put
2: your own little flair on it. Specialties. Specialties. Dozens
0: of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Talkspace works around your schedule at your convenience with live video sessions and unlimited messages with your... Dedicated therapist, if you need a little support to help you through at the end of the year or want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help match with a a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code Dear Albie. That's $100 off when you use Dear Albie at Talkspace.com. I wish they gave speech therapy. No, you did good. My list is still there. It's fine. The remnants. It's all
2: right. right. It sounds good. Anyway. But yeah, that's it. Going back to my point, all right? Um... I'll tell you how you started playing chess. You were in Montessori school, and then you noticed the kids playing chess after school, and I was holding your hand, walking you out, and you were all of four years old or something, however old like you were. bending
0: the light to make it... No, it. You,
2: you were older than four. You were probably about six. And um, you said, Mom, they're playing chess. And I'm like, all right, you want to try? And you went, yeah. And you went and you joined the chess club, and you started really uh, becoming interested in it. And then I hired the guy to come to the house because I thought it was a great sport for you to do, because it encourages thinking and critical thinking and stuff like that. So he came to the house every week and you progressed pretty well. You did really well. And then one day you said, done. I'm like, cool, done. Um, with hockey and everything else, you know, again, um, we're not those parents that think our kids should play just because they have a right to play. Earn your spot. And that you could attest to that, Albie. That's how it, mom and dad always were. Um, with everything, with school, with college, with, with anything, earn your spot work hard to be there. It's- However, there was a very compassionate side to it. I think in, uh, and I, 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 this is very new to me, but I've seen you over the years with Olivia and stuff like that. And, I, you know, with sports on the field, there are those parents that just get a little bit too crazy about it. And we're not solving curing cancer. We're not solving, you know, the, the ozone layer here. These are children that barely are learning who they, that they're who they are in this world and you have to do it with with uh, with an eye on that this is a four year old we're talking about so there's a way to handle a four year old teaching them yes teamwork teaching them yes hard work dedication but also with empathy and kindness and I just don't see it well, happening there here. are people
0: there are people that are asking now um, so here's another one for Ken Dear Albie, you guys this is crazy I was a career cheerleader Raised in Franklin Lakes, from the '70s, cheered Rex League, Rex League, um, Rex League when I was in grade school. Then at Franklin Avenue Middle School, all through graduation from Indian Hills into college and out of state. Experienced more competitions than necessary in life, and I'm heartbroken thinking of a four-year-old and her feeling of isolation and separation during cheer practice, regardless of the rules. Why couldn't there be innovation, as Albie asked? Maybe some stretching, strength training. Let's work out our splits. Anything. I understand Candace needs to keep structure. However, there can be more inspiration and encouragement for a better program. Let the tiny ones be inspired, and let's teach them teamwork during every session. Teaching takes effort. Barking rules takes little and offers little. A four-year-old needs not learn cheer from a school of hard knocks. That's ridiculous, Judy.
2: Judy from Franken Lakes, oh. right on, girl. Learn, so, Candace, smoke show. Oh. Um, Judy, <laughs>
1: for the smoke. Um, like I said. Lauren saw uh, a total of what, 10 minutes of the practice. Um, We give them tons of compassion and tons of praise and tons of niceness. And no one's barking orders. Um, And as a cheerleader that's for your whole life, like you say, then you would understand what choreography is. And for those who don't know, um, when you have your routine choreographed, these parents that are signed up paid. Thousands of dollars for this choreographer to come for a few short hours to teach them this routine. And then the coaches work the routine over and over throughout the course of the next few weeks till they get it perfect for their first competition. But those choreography practices are we have a hired choreographer in there to do the job of teaching the routine. So there's really not time to say, okay, well, this one's not involved because these two are absent. So we're going to make up something. Like, that's not what they're there to do. They're there to teach them the routine. So they're not going to go ahead and make up little things to make everybody, you know, included. That's our job as the coaches once the choreography is done. And we do. Because there are several parts, like I said, this is not going to be a one-off thing. There are several parts in the routine where Marky's nuggeting or somebody else is nuggeting or whatever because they can't do a back over this this and that which is normal Olivia does that in her routine now like that doesn't stop that'll continue for the rest of her career so you know once we start regular practice that's our job to do that but not during choreography because they're there to just do this get it done within the hours that they're being paid for and then we take over so there's plenty of compassion there's so much fun there's a reason that these girls come back year after year after year and treat it like a family none of that would be happening if it was just barking orders none of that's true you know maybe for the 10 minutes that you're looking in with no sound it may appear that when you know whatever but it's not the case and i think that once you know people see once you guys see what it's you see her now coming home and being all excited and saying she told me
2: yesterday she didn't want to go to cheer because she cries she told me and lauren yesterday
1: she told and lauren told me that she showed her the whole routine and said i can't wait for the she did she did
2: and i told her i was super proud of her and i said let me see you stand clean yeah she did all that however It leaves a mark on them. All right. And you don't realize it, it leaves a mark on them.
0: I I can understand that, but I also, I do personally, I I hear these things. I do see video of her having a good time. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. Then she does. But it clearly leaves an emotional mark on them. And you guys also,
1: like, dig on her. Like, I see the other day, that whole thing with the yummy thing. They said, um, What did you say? Well, she, out of nowhere, she said it. Yeah, like, that's not even true. I feel like you but guys... But where would she come up with this? Because y- I think you guys are know. talking about stuff in no. front of her and putting these things in her no, head, like the neck don't. thing with the tumbling. She won't do a roll. I know she could do a roll. I know it because during tryouts, she did a roll. But now she won't do a forward roll. She goes, no,
2: my neck. I know that's you. Well, I'll say, don't because, break your neck. Yeah, but you're saying that to her. It's, <laughs> she. No, I'll say to Lauren, Lauren, don't let this kid break her neck. Yeah, but she's saying it in front of her. She's like a sponge. Out of nowhere, we're driving. I'm driving her home yesterday. And she says to me, uh, we were driving somewhere with Lauren. We we're going to dinner, something. We drive uh, we were all in the car. And uh, and uh, she said uh, something about cheer and she said, Oh, the, the I won't mention some names. We don't want to go to cheer because we cry and it makes us scared. And now we're like, No, cheer is fun, you should go there And she goes, Well, yummy loves it when, when the uh, uh, she goes, I love it most when the window and door is closed because yummy says parents can't watch and Lauren and I looked at each other, and we went hysterical. laughing. Literally, I'm like, "Where did she hear that?
1: We literally have never even spoken to them about the parents not watching or, or the window and door. From. Never once. That, my friends, is from you guys having we don't this talk conversation. About in front of her. That is bullshit. No. I know. So they, Lawrence told me that you guys have discussed this in front of her. No, we don't. I feel like that is picked up from you guys because there has never been. A conversation with me and Marky about the window. she
2: said to me yesterday. "I Maybe said, she listened to the show. Uh, she she, yeah, she said I had her. She slept over the other night. She was wearing a little cheer bow. And she left it here. So I brought it home to her yesterday. And I says, here's your cheer bow. And I said, you, you got to wear it to cheer this week. And she, you don't have cheer this week or something? We do. Tonight. Thursday, maybe you don't have cheer? Tuesday, we don't. Okay. You know
0: what would be very inconvenient? If one of them showed up with a pimple. So have you, <laughs> any of you guys had an acne breakout come at the worst possible time? I know I have. One time, uh, I can think of it multiple times in life. Had a film, big pimple, big problem. Didn't pop it because back then there wasn't Instagram in the day. Didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't as obsessed with the pimple, pimple popping videos. But we've all had tr- struggles with our skin, and that's why we're expected to partner with. We are excited, expected to. Jesus, what's going on today?
2: I don't know, Al. Just- Figure it out. <laughs> Ugh.
0: We've all had struggles with our skin, and that's why we're excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to cure up acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified uh, dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan specifically tailored for your unique skin. Simply fill out Apostrophe, uh, Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history then snap a few selfies with your dermatologist to create a treatment plan. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can help you hit other skin care goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots, which I'm into. I'm very into the anti-aging, bringing it backwards. Totally. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, Very, very big, high on the agenda right now as I get a little older. So we have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with Apostrophe Provider at apostrophe.com slash Dear Albie when you use our code Dear Albie. that is This code is only available to our listeners, so to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Dear Albie and click Begin Visit. Then use our code Dear Albie at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash Dear Albie. And use that code Dear Albie to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5, and we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode You may continue.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. My point in all this again is saying, going back again, yes, children should learn teamwork. Yes, children should know to work hard to achieve a goal. Yes, nothing should be handed to them. I do think in this cheer world, what I've seen in competitive cheer, and it may be true in other sports as well, I don't know, all right, that... There has to be some compassion put in there. And I, you know, you tell me you don't have time, the choreographer doesn't have time. Then I suggest you start to think about a way for them to. Um, approach a situation like this again because whether you believe it or not it does leave an impression on the child because they cannot process it at their age so i'm not saying they shouldn't work hard i'm not and i certainly don't think they should be handed anything i am not that person that believes a trophy goes to everyone at all i do believe is compassion in the right time in the right place and at a four-year-old mind they set, they cannot process well
0: Let's hear from someone else that has a bit of a different opinion. LOL families. LOL families. Just kind of saying like that sarcastic. Okay. Disclaimer I swam competitively and coached. I am also a retired teacher and parent of two. As a kid, my parents dropped me off for practice and then picked me up later. As a coach, I did not ban parents from observing, but man, I sure wanted to. As a parent, my kids hated organized sports, and have never excelled at any of them, and that was really hard. One, Lauren, you have one job. Get her there in the right uniform with the necessary equipment. That's all. For your own sake, don't watch practices. Watching your kids try and fail is very stressful. She doesn't need to carry your anxiety. Go play on your phone, run an errand, take a nap in your car, whatever. Just stay in your lane. Two, being part of a team is a commitment and an honor, and no one can make no One, no one can make for anyone else. Marky, even at four, understands the assignment. She has to try as hard as she can for all the other girls on her team. She doesn't need any more pressure than that. She just needs to know win, loss, success, or failure. You all love her and will always be there for her. I think you all have that part handled. Three. Please do not delude yourselves into believing that Marky is not aware of absorbing this kerfuffle involving the people she needs the most in her life. Being all upset about something to do with cheer practice, this is not helping. And last, for Candace, because I know she stopped reading three paragraphs ago. Mm-hmm. Girl, you are right about everything. Signed, Rust Belt Boomer.
2: Rust Belt Boomer. Smoke. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, I agree with you on some points, and I completely disagree with you on others. All right? This, again, was marky being completely isolated from the rest of the team and not understanding why
1: i almost took a picture the other day actually i think i did because we were standing outside of a different team's practice from the gym that we we rent space at and there was another team in there practicing before we started and the garage door was open all the parents were parked outside waiting to go and they were running it through and um which means like doing the routine through Uh, or at least one section i should say And there was a group of about six girls just sitting in the back like this. Six girls. Great. Yeah. Not one isolated child. So whatever it was, they were just sitting there like this and like not doing it. And I was like, I wish that they were here because this is going to happen. I get that. Six girls. Fine. Two girls. Fine. Not one girl all by herself. But that's going to happen,
2: too. No, But she doesn't understand why. And nobody took the time to tell her. Okay? And that's the problem. You're not seeing the problem. I'm not. You're trying to boost these kids up, but at the same time, you're tearing them down. They don't know why. They think they're being punished. Because there's other parts that somebody else is sitting out. They don't understand that. For that practice, she was completely isolated. If she was with, I don't even care if she was with one other child. Okay, she wasn't she was completely alone. And you guys are missing that mark altogether not to understand what their brain is saying. Right. Okay, you're not getting it there. Right. You're you're taking you're taking the cheer and the win and the team above the the mind of a four year old. You're not letting them understand. They simply cannot process. And that's what I'm only trying to say. So
1: like for like I said, this was. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Mm. It was choreography. If it was happened again, it would happen again. I'm not going to lie.
2: Because that's, that's just wrong. the way that you, it you, is. You got to figure shit out then. You no, got to find a way. If there's one child. That's the way that this goes. If there's one child. Okay, involve them. I don't care if they hold the water. I don't care what they do. Do not let them stand in the back of a room and watch everything happen around them and say, why, why aren't I part of this? And coming home and not understanding it and going back to the next practice, remembering that. Okay, there's something wrong with that equation. So to me, sorry cheer moms, figure your shit out. I just think that you guys need to really, 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 really,
1: really just start to trust that this is going to be something that at the end you look back on and you appreciate all these things. Yeah, when she's 15? No, she's I'm talking four. about at the end of this year. And and look back and think, wow, I'm glad that we let her tough this through. And she's going to learn lessons in this. But you guys, like, this is why it's better for you guys not to know. Because like I said, now you the conversations that you guys have are going to drift into her oh, well, head.
2: Let me ask you this now. Don't you mm. think it's important as a parent... Okay, to know this and to be able to explain to her as a mom when she gets in the car and say, Marky, you know why this happened, honey? This had nothing to do. Instead no, of a child getting in the I'll, car so saying I'll tell and saying and exactly compl- what so keeping it inside I'll tell you exactly and not knowing. what I
1: would have wanted. Her to come out to the car and say, Mom, Mom, Dad, whoever, um, I had to sit in the back for 15 or 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was, while the other girls did it and I did nothing. I would have been like, oh, okay, sometimes that's going to happen. And then what I would have done is quietly text me. Or in you know, for Lauren's case, I would have texted me and been like, hey, what happened? Why did Marky sit in the back? And then sure. I would have said uh, exactly what happened, and then it would have been over, and I would have explained it to her when I got in the so car. But we now. didn't
2: bring this to Marky. Well, we hold didn't on. bring this to Marky.
0: No, Marky brought it to me. I don't want to bring the lady back, but I will. Okay? I don't want to do it, but I will. Are we understood? See? Uh, That's uh, tough love. I have All right, to hang on. Dear Albie I'm and up. crew. <laughs> I'm not a cheer mom, and I can feel each person's point of view on this topic, but after the discussion, I have to agree with Candace. Marky sat out because what was being taught at that moment didn't apply to her. I played basketball as a child, and I couldn't be involved in every single drill, as it did not apply to me at my position at that time or because they broke us up into smaller groups to learn. If you take a snapshot of everything given moment in time, it could look bad or good, but life, conversations, even cheerleading sometimes require context. Listening to this conversation, the issue seems to be more about three women's extreme love for a child and not about the great job that Candace is doing coaching. Marky cried. That breaks my heart, and I don't even know her, but there was even a mom sitting with her. That, to me, sounds like the entire coaching staff is really looking after these young girls like their own. I always love and appreciate Caroline and Lauren, and I see their perspective. I don't personally agree that any phone call should have been made to Lauren, saying that you don't bring Marky in because the team wasn't there. Even if you don't get to play, you still have to dress. I think that's the saying. Yes, it is. Lauren, to me, sounded like she simply wanted to ask what was going on, but because she knew how... She, how uh, because of how well she knows Candace, she knew how their combo would go. And because everyone chatted about it indirectly, things were blown up. Right. Caroline, I love you dearly and almost always agree with you, but I think you have the you you are having the biggest issues with the cheerleading because you are blinded by love and protection of this little girl.
1: I agree. I agree. With Life that.
0: will give her plenty of things to be scared of as she grows up. Let's not make rolling on the mat, breaking her neck, or cheer or cheering one of them. Kids may be little, but they hear what you say. All my love for your family and crew. S.
2: Yes. s smoke yes. back at you okay <laughs> i agree yes. with a lot of you saying but i also i also disagree with this um yes children should learn lessons yes children should know that they have to be part of a team i'm going to keep saying it yes children have to know disappointment we've i've, I've raised three children and we have had these issues in sports and at the same time and alba you can you can attest to this we weren't those soft parents right he would say we'd be going it, driving in the car to a game, and he'd say, I don't think well, I'm going to do good today. I'm going to think we're going to lose. And I would turn out. Turn, then I'm going to turn the damn car around. Why are you wasting my time? Either you're going to go with your head in the game and you're going to give your best, or we're going to go home. Which one do you want to do? Many times we had that conversation. Okay? Uh, with school, with Lauren, with her salon, always pushing them, pushing. But at the same time, Okay. There's empathy. Of I, course feel there's empathy. I feel that you guys just take it too far and I understand. But what you guys saying. only saw 10 minutes. Here's my thing. You don't know Here's what goes my on thing. in there. Okay. And I'm going to go, does. I'm going to bring it back. Okay. When her mind can process. Okay. As she gets older, of course, Olivia should be learning all those lessons now because she no, can process and understand. No, now you got
1: to see. Like I listen, Olivia started a year after Marky, and she started a year. It was a year later than most of those girls on the team, and you saw it. Like Al said, you saw it in her. She had to work twice as hard just to try to keep as up. She should. That's so, fine. So my, but not at
2: for my point. You're missing was five. my whole point. I'm you're not missing gonna, my whole point. I see your point, Dedication, but I just don't hard agree. Hard work, teamwork. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But you are losing sight of the fact that we probably have a jar of pickles in our refrigerator that's older than this kid, all right? And that's my point. You have to have... (laughs) No, you know, I'm exaggerating. You have to have empathy that that is a four year old standing do. there. We do, and I, that's why we it, do all the spirit. You admitted and to stuff it like that it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't shown that day. No, all I right? didn't.
1: I did not say that. Yes, I I think it was hundred percent shown. We said the coach sat on the floor with her the whole time. I never backtracking. I no, I never.
2: wouldn't guys. have
0: happened. No, I said it,
1: it would have happened exactly. That you said anything? No. Can everybody out? You heard the episode, didn't I say that if I was there, nothing would be different?
0: One one thing you did say that, but one thing I been different. one thing about how how Markey. Where Marky would have been, but you said you would have probably been. I would have said it. I would have done so, what Jamie Lillis did. So all right, all fine. But you know, here we go. I think number one, this is going to have to be a two part, and Lauren's going to have to come in. We'll close on this one. Dear Albion Crew, wow, 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 what an episode. I can relate so very much to both Lauren and Candace as I used to coach a competitive dance team outside of Chicago, and I'm now a mom to a son who is a bit older than Marky. To add more fire to my background fuel, I used to teach grades six through twelve, which allowed me to see many students through the years and involve a variety of sports and activities. While I truly, truly respect Candace's commitment to coaching and the work ethic, she she's no doubt instilling modeling for her teams. I have to 100% lean with Lauren's perspective on all of this. Cheer, dance, etc. is an intense world, and Lauren is totally Mm -hmm. right that this might not be the fit for Marky. That does not mean that Lauren is coddling Marky or wants special treatment. It isn't what Candace is saying. It's how it's being said. I love the pod, and I'm excited to chime for my first time. Keep it up. Sincerely, Colleen. P.S., Candace is 100% correct about the no peeing at practice. I will give her that. So she agrees with Lauren about it might not be. And I, gotta, her, but a but very, I, I agree a very with everything view, she calling. said in
1: that in that, in that that thing. I'm not even going to blow smoke because I do think. That's no, not smoke really. I think whatever no, it is. I think, she's, you know, I, think I, I agree she's with right. what she said. And I do but, feel like if Lauren gives this a full year because I want her to get the full experience. No, she's going to get the full and year. Then, um, and then at the end of this year, if she says, you know what, Can, it's just not for me. I would say 100% go. You gave it a try. You gave it. You gave it a full year. You. You really might not be for you. It's not for everybody. But I. I just feel like it would be a great experience for her. I would love for her to have that feeling. And then at the end of that, if she feels like it's not for her, I would be the first one to say try something else. Because you like you said, Al, it has to be your passion. If you don't love it. It's not for you. It becomes yeah, horrible. I,
0: I think I think we have to just kind of in in moments like this. I think we just pay attention, right? And
1: you give it time. Yeah. And you trust and, the process. Look, there are plenty of
0: things. Look, there's there's also something to be said where I think the job of parenting and guiding comes in is understanding the nuances and maybe even the body language of your kids, right? And then saying to yourself, okay, well, if you don't like something, right, like you, it's easy. To not like or be frustrated by something that you're not good at. Of course, that's really, really, really easy to do. Very, very. So, in my opinion, what ends up happening is, okay, well, this isn't going how I want it to, so I'm annoyed, and I don't want to play this sport anymore. Yes, and I, I and don't you think get, that's no, the no, 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 I'm though. not saying that. I'm not saying that's what's happening. <laughs> so I'm saying like what. So that's an, that's a factor or something to watch. Right. At the same time, your kid can come home and say, "I love this. I love this so much." But might be being pressured by maybe her friend group or this or that to Mm -hmm. do something that she might not be passionate about. So, you got to be able to read your kids. Right. So, it comes down to what is the age that you could take what they're saying at complete face value. Correct. And also, are you comfortable with the activity that you are signing up for? Right. So, if you're not comfortable with the idea and the premise, and this is where I think the coach has got to get involved, you got to be really clear with these parents hey, dude. You want to get in this program? No problem. But this is how we're running this shit, and that's and it. If we you did. don't like it. And if you don't like it, I don't want to hear about it later because I do agree. Right. That there are a lot of people that are volunteering and all this stuff. That especially in today's world, you got to be really appreciative of. At the same time, there are a lot of people that are going to say, "Hey, I've got concern because of today's world, not being able to see my kid," which is very, very valid. Right. So at that point, I think you've got to look at this, and as parents, what you've got to do. It say to yourself, "Okay, what sort of things am I exposing my kids to at all to right. determine whether or not they're passionate about it?" Because I think naturally, you're going to expose them to things, okay, that you yourself have a predisposed positive outlook or 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 an interest in or something that you did when you were younger, okay. Which it, what's interesting about this is I'm fairly certain Lauren tried to cheer for about a week and there's a picture of it somewhere.
2: No, I that was that, so. was that was that was uh, what do you call cheer when the that was a uh, the football thing when the powder puff powder puff. Uh, no, yeah. that was
0: eye black. I think she actually tried to cheer for a hot second. No, I don't Lauren know. Never tried to cheer. All right, well, but
2: yes, I agree with you, Al, hundred mm-hmm. percent.
1: I really, I feel, I feel the same way. I I just think that um we we give it give it time. Um, see how she feels, let her be the one to decide. We ask a lot of questions like, oh, how do you like that? Like not really leading her either way and just let it go and and see how it goes. And then at the end of the year, she could love it or she could hate it, you know, it, it, you're, you are you got to just give it time. There's no way to determine what's going to go on. I could promise everybody in this world that these kids get nothing. They, they love us. They hug us. They cry, They want to be with us. Hold my hand, this, this, and that. Like outside of cheer when I see them, they're excited. None of that would be happening if we weren't nice to them or compassionate or, or any of those things. And, and as far as the parents go, we have a big parent meeting before this sport even, before you even sign up. And we tell them exactly what's going to be laid out in front of them. We give them a package with pricing. you got to remember, this is not cheap. This is thousands of dollars. So you are all laid out. Like, this is what's expected. This is what time practice is. This is your, it's drop off. You are not going to watch anything. You're, everything is laid out. So at that point, what else can we do? We lay it out. We treat your kids like they're our own. We go over and beyond. We're not getting paid. We're doing everything that we think is best for the team as a whole. I don't think like, you know, we got to kind of cut it some slack. And as the coach, it is very difficult. I talked about this this week with the other coach, with Jamie. We discussed it. And it's very difficult, especially when you have a close relationship with somebody. Somebody actually said in the comments, it's just that family shouldn't coach family. And I never thought about it like that until now. And I do understand that 100% because it's very, very hard for you guys to not be emotional towards me because you can be. Like if the first year Olivia's coach, I didn't know her from anybody, so I never said a
0: damn more oh, no, I actually worry. You know, it's funny that you bring that up. I wonder if I would think of it differently if you weren't the coach.
1: Exactly, you would. Like,
0: like, meaning, I think I am almost. I I'm weirdly, I, I maybe I have the opposite. Look at this. You're more comfortable. I'm weirdly more comfortable with the decision that gets made thinking okay candace isn't going to make the decision if that's going to be something that is going to intentionally put mark in of position course so we don't,
2: we're don't. we not looking for favoritism okay here's the thing all right this is my and my take will not change on this all right um i think as a parent when when i would my kids were growing up i went to all their practices a because god forbid they got hurt i wanted to be there all right B, when they did something great, the first thing they did is look up in the stands and see mom and dad. If they failed, the first thing they did is look up in the stands and see mom and dad. Yeah. And it became a, an experience that I could be, be by my kids where I could gauge how they were doing, how the, if they were happy talk about their failures, celebrate their successes. It's all part of the package. Same way when you went to school, I picked them up every day until they were able to drive and got themselves home, whatever, because when they were walking out of school, I read their expressions and I could see if they walked out sad or mm-hmm. happy. And I was able to discuss and talk about it with them. Right. All right. I think as a parent, okay, you um, should have the right to be able to see your child, especially at that age. All right. Because then you could have a conversation with them and give them the tough, love that they need or the support that they need so, so what let me finish so when you're barred from seeing that I think that affects your relationship yeah, right. with the child and that's and, and
0: that was a hundred percent correct which is why Lauren was the big winner in all this because they, she says I think the right thing maybe the sport isn't for us right, right. But speaking then, that, that that's the rule that's what I'm saying so like if that's I don't disagree with anything that you're saying so if you sit me down and my kid doesn't know what the hell cheer is, okay? And I sit down with the coach, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's awesome, blah, 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 but we black out the windows, you can't see anything. And therefore, I'm going to be like, all right, man, that's awesome. Good luck running the Dallas Cowboys with a bunch of four-year-olds. And I think right? the but tipping point that it was Candice. End of the day, no, but end of the day, I'm not signing no. up for that. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Right. There are other people that are super passionate about it that are going to get it. Right. Now, I'm just not that person. I think so, if, it, if
2: it wasn't Candace being a coach, I don't think Willard would have ever uh, done that. Okay.
0: So, like... That being said, though, you know, you're not going to then say, "All right, well, because the coach is Candace, let's give Lauren a small piece of the window and everybody else stand no, on the side." I think
2: that Lauren would have never signed her up. Okay, but I think, well, right, right, right. I think, whole, I think that whole I think that whole thought so. process think... is wrong. Okay, I think it's wrong.
0: No, no but hold on though. It's if, impossible. But if that's what, but if that's what Lauren's going to do, okay, the Lauren as a cheer mom has to communicate with Candace as a cheer coach to say, "Listen." I'm only doing it for the following things and you got a set of rules and then in which case if Candace isn't going to be there it's messed up if she doesn't let Lauren know if you guys have those kind of conversations and that, that's not the conversation we have you know what I mean so like that's what I'm thinking I thought, you know after kind of watching everything Lauren made a lot of sense and I think the way she's approaching it makes sense and I think that everybody's got a lot of you know everybody loves the kid obviously and I think that you're going into a situation where it's easy to make it bigger than it is and it's easier to to dismiss it as something smaller than it is because to me everything in Marky's life is a huge deal right but at the same time you know it, it's just there's a lot of different ways to look at it and I think it's an interesting little thing. So okay, we'll I see just, what happens. Go ahead. Right. Go That's ahead. it. I think oh.
1: that I think that we just let this. I really, 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 really hope if anything could come out of this, because this has been horrible. I want everybody to know that. Listen, we're we're not No, it it's been horrible. It has. Why? It's Because it's um it's been horrible because it's hard to when you want somebody, you want the best for somebody, and everyone's like, this is uh, like they're they're putting their opinion, and you're trying to do. Like imagine like trying to run up the road and everyone's like pulling you back, pulling you back, pulling you back. I know
0: that feeling very well.
1: Yeah, so that's what it feels like. Just like say I, labia
0: and everyone will labia.
1: Yeah, like I just want to be able to even in the even in the room now. Like I talked about this with Jamie, it's difficult because we're coaching these girls and and you look at a video and you're like, well, you know, she's the lead and she she's doing whatever like what what Lauren says and I'm like, yeah, but. I can now, now I'm nervous because I could redirect all the other girls in there. Like if they're doing something that's not right, I could quickly show them like, okay guys, do this, you know, try it like this. But I'm nervous to do that with Marky that she's going to go outside and then tell well, you guys. Let me, let, let, let me ask you this, I feel right? like I can't coach her like well, I coach well, the rest
0: of them. What I, here's what I would say. Do you think the actions that you are taking, okay, is what's or, or instinctively want to take is what is best for Marky? Always. Do you think that those actions will create a problem with Lauren?
1: Um, I think that if if it's like if Marky goes outside and says, um, "Yummy told me that I wasn't doing this right, and and I had to do this, and it made me sad," Lauren will be like, "I don't understand, and like, well, but, well, a as thing. a coach, yeah. I have to tell you yeah. if you're not doing something right." Well, I right. think that
0: I think that it's uh, personally on that note of it. I think that then it would be the type of thing where. Lauren's got to make her own decision if that's the case and you know Marky better So maybe you know the way to talk to her to get the best I out of I
2: disagree with that statement Candace No, you that, know, that La- happened Lauren's pretty tough No, that
1: happened last practice Lauren's when I sent th- a photo.
2: Marky doesn't get away with too much with Lauren. No, but, right, I, but I'm
1: saying every little thing I do well, you're is now it, Right, but judged I, I, that I, it's I, not I, the right I thing. I think
0: that I think that ultimately maybe people then at that point have a have a, a point about you know, not listen that's if, why I don't want her to see anything. not coaching with family and all this, I'll tell you right now, then I made all the wrong moves. Because I'm working with family, I'm potting with yeah, family, you, I got family all over me.
2: But you're not realizing this happened when Lord Candace wasn't there, so it, was, it had nothing to do with No, him. but no, it, no, there's no, no, been no, things no. that well, happened while I am but, there, too.
0: Right. So, like, what I, I think I'm saying is, ultimately, everybody's on the same, you know, no pun intended, team. Right? Yeah. So... I think that personally, I agree with the idea of if you're going to put her into a process, you've got to trust the process. But the second that process is no longer working for you and that kid, you get her out of the process. And I think that that's a decision that only Lauren can make.
2: Okay. My closing statement will be this. Okay. If Lauren wasn't watching, Lauren would have never known. And Marky right. would not have been able to have a conversation about it. All right. to her Well, mom. we don't
1: know that. She might have come outside and said something. <laughs>
2: We don't know that. Well, okay. let me ask you like, this. Do, so, well, well, so, so. well,
0: now this is different because I didn't think I didn't consider this. Do you send out almost like an agenda for practice to everybody?
1: No, but what I do do, I can't because you don't know what's going to happen in practice. Like mm. sometimes it changes. They do the routine. You notice something's a mess. You work well, on that little no, practice. No, because you
0: said on a certain day that it's choreography. Yes.
1: Yeah, so right. everybody so, knew that choreography so, right. was the first. So couple of weeks. So my point
0: is, if there's going to be something that's going to happen like that, right? And to me, there are things that could be far worse that go down in practice, right? Yes. Like not reporting an injury would be way, way, Obvious. way worse. It's right? crazy. So like the type of things that we're talking about, when you know choreography, she's sitting out. Could you be to those parents saying, hey, look, your there's, kids, you can either get your kid early no, or, hey, this I is I that yeah, last
2: week and she said she no, wouldn't that. do that because she won't pay, play favoritism. Right. And, you it, know, too bad. And Al, it becomes it.
1: crazy, believe me, because sometimes you could, like, that stunt, it might have not even, you know, if those two girls weren't out, like, they might have switched. There's no way to tell. Like, you don't Got know it. what's going to happen. Okay,
0: but at least giving them a heads up, hey, like, this is the type of but thing what that's what a I wild do, card kind of day.
1: what I do do, and hmm. what has happened with other people and other teams is... Is like if you have a girl that's struggling, after practice, I send a a special text to that parent. FYI, I noticed this in your kid this week and I see a huge difference and I'm just so proud of her and I can't believe that, you know, I thought you should know as the parent because you're not watching and I want you to understand that your kid is making progress. And and it's it's a huge change. And, like, I've done that for girls on Lauren's team. I did that for Marky. I said that to Lauren last week. I had that exact same conversation. I said, Lauren, I want you to know, yes, the first couple of weeks she came in shaky, as any kid would at any age, into a new program. But I saw a change in her last week on Tuesday. I saw it. She
2: she's getting it. Mm. And she's she's making progress and you could see it in videos. Mm. Here's my closing statement. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, this is 2nd zero. Um, I'm going to suggest just to all the, the sports parents, coaches, etc out there. I would say to you, read the room. Okay? Therefore. All right. Now I think it would have been a much different experience the way you just said, candace you know, uh all you had to do is shoot Lauren a text, say, listen, Marky's going to be on her own. But we didn't know that. You said you knew. Last week you said you knew. No,
1: but we, what if they last didn't get week, to the stunt?
2: Last week. How do we know how okay. long it's going to take? Lauren, maybe this is going to happen. So would you just, when you're taking Marky to cheer, tell her, hey, Marky, you may have to sit in the back of the room today, but because your pals didn't show up because they're sick, you knew you weren't going, you knew two girls were going to be and out. And I thought I was well, only going to be out for a half hang on, hour. Hang on, hang, all hang on. You had and, to and, do and
0: listen, we're going to have to wrap this up. Okay. But is, that's all fine. If yes, you're going to do that It's about the child Yeah, right, right It's always do it for every child come and, first. and you can do that And that's fair to ask for But then you also can't say I'm not looking for her to be coddled Because that's coddling
2: Yes, and also I'd have to do that for everybody No, make her go to practice She's got to go to practice. So I just have to warn her in advance? But you say, so that the mom could have a conversation and say, all right, listen, Mark, you're not going to, you're going to be the only one in the background, but th- you didn't do anything wrong because now you, what I want you, and as a parent, you filter. But I want you to do is watch everybody. And you practice from behind and do it yourself. It's just a way of motivating a child when, when, when things when things don't go their way, okay, they have to understand that things yeah, don't go no, their way, but right. you're motivating them in a different yes, way. But but the she thing is, but, but
0: here's here's the reality though, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But what you're talking about doing is your style of raising and coaching, and we can't necessarily expect ourselves out of everybody else. But Everyone I'm, else is going to have their, all, the their own style. The I understand. You have little what, kids that you have right, to build right, them up
2: every way you can. Right.
0: And all I'm saying, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I think the job would first to be for parents, read the room first and Mm -hmm. get a read on the type of program and coaches and situation that you're signing up for and say, do I want this for my kid? And then when you do it, okay, just the same way, you know, like, you don't necessarily want, like, let's say Candace isn't in the position to share with us that she's now nervous to address Marky, right? If you're the parent that's on the coach and now all of a sudden they start addressing your kid differently or maybe sitting your kid and all that other stuff because they don't want to deal with it, you know what I mean? That might not be helping either. I think there's just two decisions to make. Do I want this for my kid? And am I comfortable with the program? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then yeah, you gotta trust it. I'm not saying that you keep that trust blindly and of that's course. all you do. I'm saying the second you don't like what happens, okay? Pull like her you're sitting on the side, get her out of there.
1: Right. Agree. So at I think Al's is hundred percent right, and that's how I'm gonna end it. When we went through this program and it was explained at the parent meeting and everything, we lay it all out. And at that point, if you say, you know what, this is what we're going to do, this is the coaching style, this is the way it is, and and this is, you know, what we're signing up for, you have to See it through. No one's going to do anything bad to these kids. We love them like they're our own. We treat them like our own kids. We're all moms. We know these people. I've known these parents, my, almost half of them my whole lives. You know, like my best friend's kids are on the team. They could tell you firsthand. I'm talking about my best friend since I was in third grade.
0: I was hit up by one of the kids' goddaughters.
1: Yeah, like I have their best interest. They the all know, I'm sorry, know it.
0: Godmothers, who's got to do the show. I've been and, talking about it for a while.
1: Yeah, like and Jamie too. We all have their best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. I, we would never do anything bad to these kids. We want nothing more. I'm not
2: suggesting that. I'm just saying for that. For them to just, succeed. Just at four years old, it doesn't have to be that
0: deep. Okay. That's all I'm Listen, saying. I've had enough smoke. Need we will do see. another round of smoke with Lauren or something like that. Okay. Love you all, Dale. I, I don't want do like to do it. I don't want do to do, like do, 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 do it. I don't want to do it. Dale. We're not back at June.com. Rate, subscribe. Rate, subscribe. Okay, Christine will do it. Christine will do it. Let's get smoke. Smoke Christine. Let's all smoke Christine. Every smoke Christine. Bye. Bye.